Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. Today, I want to talk to you about change that was so subtle that you didn't even notice it. Um, I've had some things happen in my life where I realized some things had changed, but it was only when I looked back and actually pieced things together that I understood that change actually happened. So we're going to get into that today. And um, before we get started, though, I want to update you on a couple of things. Um, If you're watching on video, you can see I have a completely different background. I'm playing around with Zoom virtual backgrounds. Um, I don't know. I, I, I got a green screen. And for some reason, I thought green screens were like really expensive and you had to have this whole like production thing going on. But as I, when I looked on Amazon, I saw it was like $20 for a green screen. And I was like, why wasn't I doing this sooner? So I'm going to be playing around with backgrounds and just see what I can come up with um, just for something different. And because I was tired of that screen that I was using. <laughs> and if you're not watching on video, um, my videos are always posted to BitChute, Rumble, and Odyssey. You can look in the show notes for the links to those sites. Um, let's see a couple other updates. So I just got back from a trip. My boyfriend and I went to Florida. We took the dog and had a nice week at the beach and a nice getaway where I really didn't think about anything, um, other than what I was doing in the moment. And it was really awesome, much needed and a lot of fun. Um, last week, I'm not sure what happened. I sat down to record, um, a show multiple times. I had multiple issues like zoom wouldn't record and save to my computer. Um, I was trying to get the green screen set up. I had to end up getting a new webcam. All of these things happened. And finally I gave up. I was like, I don't know there's something that is not ready to come out yet, I guess, about this topic. So, um, last week I just simply wasn't able to record. Um, So another exciting thing that I've also done over the past couple of weeks since our last um, podcast was I have a virtual assistant helping me. And that has been an amazing experience. Um, It's something that I thought was almost like, why do I need a VA, right? I I'm doing this on my own. Um, you know what I can, I can, I've done it this way for so many years. Why do I need a VA? And when I um, have actually been working with her and seeing how much she can do for me and how awesome it is. Um, it was one of those things where I'm like, why didn't I ask for help sooner? Because what I can see now is that now I have all this time to do all this other stuff, um, that I really have been wanting to do. So you might see her in the telegram channel um, you might see her in some of the social media. So if you do be sure and say hi. Um, but I wanted to update you on that as well. All right. So let's get into our topic. Oh, one more thing. Sorry, before I forget, um, you're going to see a little bit more about the create what you speak Academy. We're going to be, um, showcasing some of the products in there a little bit more. Um, if you're interested in that and you want to learn more, you can visit create what you speak.com, or you can also visit my website, sloanfremont.com and you can sign up for, you can link everything links to there from, um, from my, from my website. So All right. So let's get into the topic today. Change so subtle. You didn't even notice it. Um, the other day, somebody mentioned something to me about a current event or something, and, um, they were expecting me to be mad in the, after they told me this story and I wasn't mad. (laughs) Like I didn't even have a reaction. And this person who was telling me this, it surprised them. They were like, well, what do you mean? Doesn't this make you mad? And I sat there and I thought for a minute, And I was like, no, actually it doesn't. It doesn't make me mad anymore because I just, I stopped caring. I stopped caring. And um, I stopped consuming 
information that I have no control over that's hyped up with the intent to make me live in fear or, um, you know, anxiety or anger or whatever it is. And so I just stopped doing it. And somewhere along the way, I stopped caring. And these were things that I used to care deeply about before and would really get bought into it, right? And really get upset or mad or angry or whatever. And so I thought about it after this conversation and I wondered, when did I stop caring? Like, when did I actually stop caring about, let's say for this example, consuming current events? Like I couldn't pinpoint a day. I couldn't pinpoint a time. I couldn't tell you the exact second that it occurred, yet it happened. And I was a different person as a result of, of not caring, as a result of these changes and no longer caring what I was, quote, supposed to care about was so freeing. Like there was this like letting go that happened at some point that I, again, I don't know when that happened. I I can't pinpoint um, when that happened. And so I was thinking about how I had changed in other ways in my life, like in like my own personal change, right? Like when did some of those changes occur too? And again, I looked back and I was like, I don't know. Like, I can't tell you a specific day or time. I can't, sometimes I can pinpoint maybe an event that happened or something, but I was, I was surprised to look back and see all the ways I changed and the change was so subtle that I didn't even notice it. And so that's, that's the focus of today. But I do want to say, I do recognize and understand obviously that there is change that is abrupt. There is change that you recognize. There are things that happen such as, you know, a breakup or a death or a job loss, right? You can pinpoint the day that the change happened. And there's a lot of that that happens, but there is also a lot of change that is so subtle. You don't even know that it happens. And that's what I want to focus on today, because um, as we go through our lives and we, and we experience our days day in and day out, it, it can feel like nothing is changing. It can feel like that it's so subtle and slow. And it's so like moving at a snail's pace that you really don't even know, or you can't even recognize the change until you went through a period of time and you can look back and actually see and feel inside of you and know, okay, yes, I'm different now. I am different now. And the interesting thing about change when it happens and we haven't recognized it, we can continue to be doing the same things that we've always done, but those same things can feel like prickly or like irritating or annoying, or maybe you're around people and you're, you just can't quite get it together with them, right? Like you're in a, you're out of sync or you can't line up energetically or, or whatever the feeling might be. And what I've noticed is that, um, if I really look back and, and start to examine the situation, often what's happening or why things feel out of place is because most likely I've changed. Like I'm different. Like I'm, I'm not, putting up with this kind of behavior anymore, maybe from people, or I don't want to be in these types of situations anymore. And I'm, but I'm forcing myself to be there because it's something that I've always done, right? There's things like that, that, that we do that we don't like doing. And sometimes we don't know why we don't like doing it. And often what is going on inside of us is something has changed. We've changed. Maybe even the other person has changed. Maybe we've changed dynamically together. Maybe my, um, my, my beliefs have changed about something, or maybe, maybe I just don't care anymore about something. Like I told you about at the beginning of the show. So I want to talk through this a little more and share some, some ways in my own life that I've noticed change and see if maybe you you recognize some of this in your own life and see if, if you have subtle change in your life that you 
have no, maybe haven't paid attention to, but if, as you're paying attention to it now, and we're talking about this, you can notice this change and you can start to see what change has been positive for you. Like what change is I'm a better person or I'm living a better life, or I'm reaching, getting closer to my goals as a result of this change. And with this conversation, my intent is to help you recognize this so you can protect that change that has benefited you at all costs. Because what's really easy, what happens, it's, it's really easy is when we realize we've changed and we realize that the change is better, but then we fall back into these old ways or we fall back into these old habits or we feel guilty because we've changed and maybe others around us haven't changed. And so we do things to sabotage ourselves because we're trying to get back to that old way because of the way we're feeling about the change. So subtle change is good. Subtle change is if it's, if it's positive for you, if it's moving you in the direction that you want, subtle change is good. Um, recognizing it and deciding what to do with it. And again, protecting it once you've recognized it, I think is, is key to being able to move forward in the direction that you want, right? We talk about this on the show all the time. My tagline at the end of the show now, I've changed it is, is where we continue to free our minds, expand our consciousness and untangle those thoughts and patterns that keep us from living the life we desire. This kind of subtle change that we don't notice at first, but then we pay attention and we can recognize it. This kind of subtle change is what moves us towards the life that we, we're desiring, right? If it feels good to us, if it's, if it's moving us in that right direction. But when we're, when we're tangled up in these thoughts as to why doesn't this feel right anymore, or we're trying to force ourselves back in a situation that we, that isn't good for us or that we don't like, we, we get, we get in those patterns, right? We stay in those patterns and we can't seem to get ourselves out of it to move forward in these ways that we want. So, um, so that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to get into that a little more with some examples. And again, the topic is change so subtle. You didn't even notice it. So when I reckon, when I had this conversation with this person about, um, you know, not being mad about something anymore. And I was really curious about this within my own self, like, okay, I've changed, but again, I can't pinpoint the day and time I stopped caring. I can't, I don't even know it really in this case, I don't even know the event that triggered it over time. It was just a gradual letting go and deciding something different for myself. So I started looking at other areas of my life of where, um, where I've changed for the better and the change I didn't recognize, but now I do, it is a priority for me. And I do protect it at all costs. It's not something, it's not an afterthought anymore. These, these things, these are things that benefit me and that I require now in my life. So the first one I noticed was about my health, like how I approach health anymore. So, um, sleep was a big thing for me. I remember when everything closed down in 2020 and I actually had time and I was able to sleep. And I remember how shocking that was to me to have, to, to feel good from getting enough sleep. Like I don't, I have been, it had been years since I had good sleep. Like I can't even tell you prior to that when I would have slept a really actually good, like three or four nights in a row. And after experiencing that and feeling what actual good sleep felt like, I, it, it no more, like I can't accept <laughs> shitty sleep anymore. Right. Like sometimes my uh, boyfriend and I, he snores, there's movement in the bed, right? The pets get up in the bed. It's super annoying, wakes me up. Um, I got to a point, we had a conversation about this and I'm like, I, I have to be able to sleep and I'm a better person when I get better sleep. And so sometimes we'll sleep in separate rooms just because I can't, um, I can't do, I can't accept shitty sleep anymore, but we had a conversation about it. He totally understood. And it's not even a big deal. It's a non-issue. So sleep was one way that I, 
that, that I changed for the better. Um, I don't really drink anymore. I got really tired of feeling hungover. Um, it just doesn't appeal to me to, to feel that way anymore. So I really don't drink anymore. Um, and what's interesting is I changed the way I ate. I, I changed the way I eat. And I, I used to be one of those people who said like buying certain things that are maybe organic or like, um, I don't know, things like at the farmer's market, right? I, I was one of those people that would say like, oh, it's too expensive. Like food is too expensive, right? And I would settle for the shitty cheap food that was tasteless or, you know, not full of nutrients or anything. And now I really, that, that was a really big shift for me when I just stopped drinking. I mean, there wasn't really a day or again, wasn't a day or time over time. I just didn't do it anymore. And what I did was I, in my as I was thinking about food and eating, I was like, well, I'm not spending money on drinking or going out like that anymore, which I used to spend a lot of money on. So now why don't I put that money towards eating healthy food? Like that's, what's fueling me, right? That's, what's getting me up and going. And that's going to help me, um, overall long-term with my health. So why don't I just, what's the big deal spending my money on that? Right. So these were all, these were things that again, around the topic of health that happened, they were very subtle. I can't, again, pinpoint a day and time, but these changes are key right now in my life. They are like requirements. Like I do not budge on these, these things. Like these are, this is me now. This is who I am. Like, this is what I do and it works for me and I like it. And I think with, with health and like doing these kinds of things, like, you know, you can even think about this with weight loss, right? Cause over time, like nobody wakes up and drops, you know, 50 pounds or whatever overnight, right? It's the, this incremental, the, you know, the slow, it feels like nothing's happening, right? Those kinds of things. So with, um, maybe in your own life, you, you might notice some ways you've changed that you didn't even notice as it comes to your health or your, like the way you're taking care of yourself or like I did with sleep and start to pay attention to those things and see how they make you feel. See if you're still allowing yourself to do those things, or if you're falling back to old patterns, I no longer see things as yes or no, or right or wrong or black or white, right? I I've come to finally realize that there's a lot of grayness in life and I'm okay with that. Like I used to be a person who was either this side or that side, count me in on this side or count me on, on that side. Or, um, yes, this is the way it has to be done. This is the way this is right. This is a yes. I'm a yes in this column. And as I've went through, especially the past couple of years, it's like, the more I learn, the more I have to unlearn, which I'm sure if you're listening to this, many of you feel the same. And what I've, what I've been able to do with that as I chose what to do with what I learned, I got myself out of this polarization of yes, no, right, wrong, you know, whatever division you want to call it. Um, I got over that and I accepted that there's somewhere in the middle that's probably more where I fit. I'm not the, the extreme one end or the other, or I'm not the, it has to be this way or that way. And in doing so, being able to do that, to accept that there is gray in the world and like that um, I don't have to always be, I don't always have to be in a corner. Like there was so much relief, like letting go in that, right? And that, I think that's maybe the theme for this as I'm talking through it is, in this subtle change, there was a lot of letting go of things that um, I also didn't realize happened when I was changing because I didn't even realize the change was happening. Like what you hear so far? Take what you've learned and invest in yourself with the Create What You Speak Academy. Visit createwhatyouspeak.com to learn more. Now back to the show.
the things I thought would kill me actually served me. And I don't really like that. Like, you know, that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger quote. Like, I don't really like that, but literally the things that I thought I would die from actually served me. And I'll give you a couple of examples. So you guys probably remember last year from end of 2020 into 2021, when my boyfriend was deployed, he was in the military. Um, I thought I was never going to survive that. Like I, I just, I had never been through something like that. It was, everything was all crazy, right. With everything shut down. And, um, I didn't know how to process that. I didn't know how to cope with that. I didn't even know what to do with that, like how to deal with that. And what I realized during that, and I talked about this a lot on the show was how I went through a lot of, um, talk therapy during that time and talked through a lot of stuff, like a lot of my stuff. And I was at a point in that place at that time in my life where I couldn't keep going on and showing up as I had been doing in relationships, any relationship, it, it, my boyfriend, if, if we hadn't worked out the next person, the next, the next, whatever, I could not continue to keep showing up in the, in the real, in the way I was in, in the relationships I was having. Um, I did a lot of work over that time that him being gone gave me the space to do that. And in the end, I have changed so dramatically as the way I show up for relationships that I, I almost can't believe I'm the same person as I used to be. I was a very anxious person. If you've ever understood relationship attachments, I definitely had the anxious attachment. Um, but I'll give you example, an example of something that happened last night that so proved to myself how I changed, how much I changed. And we were, my boyfriend and I were on the phone. We were having a conversation and like abruptly in the middle of the conversation, he got irritated and he's like, okay, well, I'll just talk to you later. And I was like, what? Like, I was telling you something like, what do you mean? Like, you'll talk to me later. He's like, well, I'm just really frustrated right now. Not with you, but I'm just really frustrated. And I was like, okay, have a good rest of your night. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hung up. And I went on with what I was doing. And then I went to bed. Previously, I would have, that would have like drawn out so much anxiety and fear in me. I would have stressed about it all night. I would have tried to send messages or maybe even call him back. Right. And just continue to like make the situation worse. But in that moment, I realized like I, I have changed so dramatically because it wasn't that I didn't care because I do. I obviously care. I don't like the way he treated me. I'm, and I'm sure after reflecting on it, he probably doesn't like the way he treated me either. Um, that's not how he normally is. Something must have happened. And he was just whatever in his life. Um, but I, I reacted so differently and I didn't. I, I, I changed I, somewhere along the way, the way I approach and the way I show up for my relationship with him changed in such a dramatic way. And this one was so big for me because again, I don't, I can't tell you the day, I can't tell you the time, but I can tell you I'm a completely different person as a result of having experienced something that I thought I wouldn't survive his deployment. Right. I mean, logically I knew I would survive it, but like emotionally in the way my, I was feeling so anxious about it made me feel like I was, how am I going to possibly get through this? Right. So that experience um, allowed me the space to be able to do the work for myself and completely change the way I show up for my relationship with him. Another way I've changed is my mindset on scarcity. Um, I used to be really bought into feeling like there wasn't going to be enough, right? Enough supplies, enough food, enough, whatever. Right. So I had stocked up on things and two years. Right. And I'd even previously done this in other phases of my life when I had been unemployed. And so this was kind of a theme for me and I've talked about it on here too, but, um, I just, 
I don't know, somewhere along the way, again, kind of like when I stopped caring about current events, I just stopped worrying that there wasn't going to be enough for me. I just stopped. I'm not stockpiling to the ceiling anymore, right? I'm not like living in that fear of there's not going to be enough for me. I'm not buying into the latest headline that's telling me there's a shortage on something. Um, I'm just not doing it. I'm not, I will not live my life that way. My mode of operation on that topic is there's always going to be enough for me, end of story, period. And that's it. And Again, another very freeing um, change and a freeing way to think and operate in the world. Um, I may not know the answer to everything and some things I will never know. And I'm okay with that. (laughs) This was huge too, because I can remember in the beginning of 2020, like wanting to know the answers to everything. Like I have to know the answers going down the rabbit holes, wasting time, wasting energy, filling my mind with these things that I didn't need to know. I, I shouldn't have even allowed myself to know, right? Cause some of these things are so terrible. I'm like, why do I even know this information? Like this, I, I could very well have went on in my life, not knowing this, but, um, I, there became a point where I just said, you know, enough, like I'm, there's some things I'm just not going to have the answers to, or I'm never going to get a satisfactory answer to. And that has to be okay. Like I have to be able to move on from that. And that was big. Like that was, um, that was a lot of letting go there too. And there was a quote I, I saw um, about this that, and this kind of goes with everything really that we've talked about today, but be wary of the ideas you inherit. Old conventions and previous forms are often accepted without question. And once accepted, they set the boundary around creativity. Focus on the function, not on the current form. I don't know where that came from. I have it in, like I have a list of podcast ideas that I um uh, refer to from time to time. So that was written from somewhere. I don't know, but this old conventions and previous forms are often accepted without question. And that statement and once accepted, they set a boundary around creativity. Like that statement was like, it really resonated with me because it was, I felt like in feeling like I had to have all the answers or feeling like, um, you know, I was nothing, there was never going to be enough for me or feeling this major anxiety when I showed up for my relationship with my boyfriend or having, not having the right priorities around my health, or even not seeing everything like as polar opposites. Like these were all ways that I had bound myself up, right. That I had bound myself up into this tight little box and ball and thought that was the only way that the world existed. And come to find out that's not true. And I had changed along this path and um, this change allowed me to experience life in a different way. And so not knowing the answer to everything, I just became okay with that. I don't know. I don't know. It just, I just let go. A couple other more, a couple of more here before we wrap up. Um, I stopped circling the mountain and I just went for it, right? Like I stopped circling. I, I let, uh, I just, let go, right? Let go of these like limiting beliefs of these, um, this self-judgment, this like self-harsh judgment on myself, this, um, repeated story. It's never going to work or that I can't have what I want. Right. I just let go. And I, I, I stopped going around the mountain saying, I want the thing, but then never allowing myself to have the thing. Right. Because I kept telling myself all these stories. And so as I talked about in the beginning of the show, like 
asking for help when you need it, right? Me getting the VA was, um, that was a pretty big deal for me because I asked for help in the, you know, something that I wasn't sure, does it make sense? Right. Does it, you know, all these questions. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it and it's going to work and it's going to be good. And it has been right. So there may be something in your life where you're, you're, you stop, like, you're just tired of yourself on the topic and you just let it go. And at some point, again, I, because there was a lot of things going on. I, I, I don't know. I can't pinpoint the day or the time of the change, but the change happened. I just decided to start doing the things that I wanted to do. And the last one here is, and this is a big one too, is there's just no, I, I just can't tolerate people or situations anymore that I used to. And this was a huge change for me. The big one was concerts. Like to me, I call that time in my life in and anybody who listened to the show previously, you knew when I moved to Nashville, like that was huge. Like I loved doing that. Like that was what I identified with for so long, but now to get me to a concert, I, I can't even imagine going to a concert. I can't even imagine waiting in a line for a concert and then going and have to stand and watch the concert. Like we just spent hours on this. Like, it's just like, Oh my God, I can't even believe this. But I call this time of my life, like the, the, the false idol, right? The time of the false idol worship, like going to these concerts and like looking up to these people, like they're like something better than any of us. And I'm like, oh my God, like the talk about having the blinders on, right? Like, I'm like, seriously, I can't even believe that was that version of myself. But, um, I just like, it was just over one day. It was just over again. I don't know the day time. I don't know when it happened, but I can tell you, I, I feel, um, I'm like totally fine about it. Like it doesn't even like I said, like, I can't even imagine going to a concert, like a big one. Um, it just doesn't appeal to me anymore. And that was a huge, huge change for me. That was change so subtle. I didn't even notice it until somebody asked me a while back about going to a concert. And I was like, why, like, why would I do that? Like, even forgetting that I had previously done that, like that, that was a thing in my life. And again, the person looked at me like, you don't go to concerts. And I was like, no, I guess I don't anymore. Like (laughs) it was so crazy, but, um, you know, as I said at the beginning, the interesting thing about subtle change is that when we haven't recognized it, things that we're used to doing or people that we're around can feel very irritating or prickly, or we can feel annoyed by them. And maybe we don't know why. And looking at what's going on in your life, looking at the subtle changes that maybe you haven't paid attention to are a great way to start to work that out because there may be certain situations we can't be around anymore. Maybe there's people we can't be around and we don't know why. And if we make ourselves feel guilty, or if we try to like go back into these situations, that's putting us back in this old box that we're no longer fitting in, right? It's, 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 it's stunting our growth. It's not allowing us to move forward in the way that, um, that the change intended, right? The positive change intended. So if you find this happening to you, if there's things in your life right now, or people or events that are just not lining up for you, like you just, it's like the repelling of each other, right? There's like some repellent going on, take a look at the changes in your life of what you maybe have changed and you haven't noticed and, and see what, what you come up with. And so to wrap up today, I don't think we look back enough to celebrate these kinds of changes. We don't even look back enough to notice them, but then also we don't even celebrate them, right? When these subtle changes happen, because we don't have, there's no, nobody's getting you a card to tell you that congratulations, you're more healthy, right? You've, you've changed your life and you're more healthy, right? Nobody's buying you a card for that. Like when you graduated from high school or when you got a new job or, you know, whatever, right? So looking back and and recognizing these things in your life that have changed for the better, um, you know, it's important to do. It's important to see those things. And like I said, also at the beginning, it's important to protect those positive changes at all costs. So we're not going back and, 
getting into these old ways that no longer serve us. And this goes for people, events, places, and maybe it's your job. Maybe it's a, maybe it's some habit you have that you're tired of, whatever it is. Subtle change happens just as, as big changes happen, but subtle changes happen. And it's worth looking back on and paying attention to and protecting those things that are, um, have brought you into a better place. So I hope you consider that this week. And I'd love to hear from you. If you have thoughts on this or comments, you can email me Sloan Fremont at PM.me. You can go in the telegram group. We have a great group in there. There's a lot of comments and action going on in there. So if you join the telegram group, um, I'd love to have a conversation with you about this, share your thoughts. Um, and I really mean that, like I say that every week, but I actually really mean that for you to reach out to me and tell me what you think, like, or maybe you don't agree with me and that's fine too. I'd love to hear your feedback. So email me Sloan Fremont at pm.me. All right. You've been listening to the create what you speak podcast brought to you by webtalkradio.net. You can also hear the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple podcasts, and your favorite podcasting platform. I'm Sloan Fremont, and I hope you'll join me for the next episode of the create what you speak podcast, where we will continue to free our minds, expand our consciousness and untangle those thoughts and patterns that keep us from living the life we desire. Check out my website, sloanfremont.com to learn more. Mm-hmm.